0: Hey, hey, hey. What's up, fam? Yes, Tawana is in the building, aka Rev T, your host and your curator for Tuesdays with Tawana. Yeah, come on in, come on in the building with me as we build community. One broadcast, one YouTube video, one podcast at a time. Thank you for joining. Thank you for rocking with me on today. My sister Tony is in the building. Always so grateful, beloved, to see your face. Hey, hey. Ah, thank you. Thank you. I'm just trying to be like you when I grow up, Tony. That's all I'm saying. That's all. That's all that is. Um. Yeah, so we're, we're going to chop it up today. You know how we do. We just you engage via the comments, so you can sit back and absorb and listen, or you can, you know, watch me later, listen to me later on any podcast, any of the various forms of um, uh, platforms like Apple, Anchor, and Spotify. So yeah, 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 in the building. Um, Oh, so grateful. Yay. So grateful. Keep doing your thing, yo. Keep doing your thing. Is this little, not little anymore, young man Raymond Rayford in the building? One of my young people growing up so fast. I hope you are doing well. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. So, yeah, so we're going to chop it up a bit today. Mother Carolyn says, I'm here. I was looking. Yes, Mother Carolyn, I'm glad you're here. Glad you made it. i um, so grateful, as always, for everyone for just showing up and being present. Let me just share this onto my page, and then we are going to get started, if that's okay with you. All right. So there's just, you know, a lot going on. Oh, but first, first, first things first, huge shout out to all of the blackness that I have on right now, just blackity, black, black, black. So this black t-shirt has a bunch of um, uh, adjectives about how phenomenal we are how spiritual we are, how divine we are, how beautiful we are, how vivacious we are, how brilliant we are. And it's the form of an Afro with a Black woman on my shirt. Then, of course, the earrings from Hoop Mob. Y'all get your earrings from Hoop Mob. Um, They are constantly coming out with great new designs all the time. And then let me just spin in my chair before I shout out my sister Marie, who's in the building But um, just check out the hat, check out the hat, the Black Fist with the Lifeline, you know, the EKG line on it. And then, of course, Black AF, just representing all things and everything Black today. Got it from CAB Customs, C-A-A-B. I don't get paid for any of this. I just support Black businesses, period. So if I got it on, I am going to share where I got it from so that we can support Black businesses. Yes. Hey sister. Marie is in the building. Always so good to see you, Marie. And I owe you a phone call. I'm always confessing, right? On Tuesdays with Tawana. I'm always not remembering to call someone. Um someone back. So I got I owe my sister, my big sister, and that's my big sister, my bloodline big sister. Marie is in the building, so I gotta give her a call, so let's chop it up a bit. You know, I don't want to talk for the entire half an hour, so if you have comments or feedback or anything that you wanna share, um please feel free to do so what's up Kenneth Hammond is in the building. Yes, love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, oh, thank you very much, thank you cab customs uh one side. Just a whole bunch of blackness going on today. Kende cloth. Yeah, that's what it's all about today. That's how we're bringing it today. Because, you know, we we talk a lot about triggers. And y'all might be just done with me when when we talk about triggers. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about that. But we're going to do a little different spin. Because I was having a conversation with someone near and dear to me the other day. And what happens when love hurts? What happens when somebody is your trigger a person? We talk about things, situations and circumstances that may be triggering, but we oftentimes I don't talk about a person being a trigger. What happens when love hurts? You know, we we say love is not supposed to hurt, especially in a domestic violence world, because in domestic violence, the perpetrator Um, will be abusive, and then say, I'm doing this because I love you. And that's not the type of hurt that we're going to talk about today. But before we get into all of that, of course, we just got to lift up some current events going on. Palestine sending you so much love, so much just loving support, sending prayers of healing, all of those babies out there on the news that are looking at their homes and and parents, their places of business, um, all torn down and the, this country is just not doing enough to, to stop it. We claim we have this power, right? We're just not doing enough to stop it. So Palestine, we love you. You got a lot of people here supporting you and speaking up and speaking out for our politicians to step up, step up and to force a ceasefire um, because this this violence has has got to stop. Julie in the building, so good to see you, my beloved. Mama Levy is here. Oh, it's a rainy day in Denver. I thought y'all were going to get some sun finally. Um, hey, Mama Lovey, Yeah, Denver's been hit with some crazy weather. Um, so back to just a little bit of current events. You know, India, please keep India lifted um, in your thoughts and in your prayers and any support or anything. And you, if you know of anything out there that'll go directly to the people are, that are directly impacted by this. Um, please feel free to post that in the chat, um, whether it's an organization or if you have family. I I don't know what the the AME Church is doing. I know the AME Church, uh, there are um, Pastor uh, Abraham and his wife and others who had COVID or have it. I I just don't have any updates on where they are. Laura, my dear sisters in the building, what's going on? Of course, Post your jewelry up in the comments because today is nothing but blackity, black, 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 black beauty, black joy, black love, all of that in the building on today. Mama Levy said, yeah, typical spring in the Rockies. Yes, that's why I'm in Maryland. Amen. (laughs) So, yeah, so we also want to lift up um, Tigray where the genocide is still happening, And there's very little coverage of it. We're quick to cover, um, you know, what's happening in Palestine and Israel, because we're backing Israel financially. We're quick to talk about that. But we have not, as a nation, when I say we, because I live in this nation, we live in this nation, as a nation, we have not talked about what's going on in Tigray, what's happening to the women, how they're being raped and mutilated and dismembered and the list goes on and on and on. Business are being burned down. Um, people are running for their lives and 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 they're running into the wilderness, if you will, um hoping that they they will survive. So we lift up those spaces and places and people and our beloved siblings out there who are in the struggle. Um, we got you and right now, all I know to do in this moment and in this platform is pray um. And also to get our politicians to step up and to do what's righteous and to honor humanity by stepping in and and, and really enforcing a, a, a ceasefire. Uh, we fight about everything else. We fight about oil. We fight about territory. And this is about territory. This is an apartheid, right? This whole separation um, is just absolutely ridiculous. So uh, Mama Levy said, um, oh yeah, the hat, neat one. Go to Cab Customs, C A A B Customs. Um, you can get it. it. It says a not so nice word on one side, um, in initials, and then the black fist with the lifeline on the other. So, all right, let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about let's talk about triggers. Let's talk about when a person is a trigger or when you are a trigger in someone else's world. Now, we've also talked about managing, dealing with healing, not dismissing our triggers per se, but we don't want our triggers to then manifest in some sort of negative way, right? Is that Brody in the building? Shut the front door. What's going on? Thank you. Thank you. Good to see you, Brody. Um, yeah, yeah, boy, we got stories. Don't be telling too much on this feed, Brody, now. What happened at Verizon stays at Verizon. Um, so anyway, (laughs) you know, we talk about triggers and we talk about navigating and managing our own triggers so that it doesn't become harmful, not only to ourselves, but it becomes harmful to other people, other people who are, we are projecting these feelings upon. We are taking it out on, they're the closest thing to us. So we take it out on them, whoever they might be, whether it's our children, our spouse, our partner, um, coworkers, friends, beloved siblings, whoever is close to you, Sometimes they end up reaping the hell um, because you have not sown the healing, right? You have not taken the time to do the healing that was needed. So we're reaping a lot of hell because of it. But what happens when, you know, I'm not a big proponent of ones who will throw someone away. I I am going to love with unconditional positive regard. And please know, beloved, because I love you with unconditional positive regard, doesn't mean that I have to stay in relationship with you. I am able to walk away with a sense of peace and forgiveness and just praying the best for you, praying that you will do no harm to another person and I can walk away. But that doesn't mean I throw you away. That doesn't mean I totally disregard your humanity. That does not mean that I totally ignore the X amount of years of relationship that we had together that was good. And at the same time, I will not subject myself to, um, to negativity and hurt and harmful words and anger and frustration that you need to deal with that you then put on me or what I need to deal with. And then I put on you, right? That that's just not, not going to happen. Um, Brody, I ain't messing with you. We serious right now. Um, <laughs> so when we're talking about these these triggers, hey Shirley, what's up? What's going on? Um, when we talk about these triggers, it's 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 so important that we let me breathe for a minute this is a hard hard topic. It's it's a very hard subject when we remove the trigger out of, the, out of the, this world of situation and circumstance and we move it into humanity and we move it into a person and then we move it into a person that we love and we love dearly. But when I'm with that person, that person just sends off some triggers in me that causes me pain that causes me stress, that causes me. And, and even having the conversation with said person may not be so easy, if you will, um, because there are times when to be in dialogue and to be in conversation, you got to have two willing, two or more willing participants. And sometimes one person is not so willing because they, they'd rather be right than be in conversation with you they rather hold on to that anger because there's some false sense of, of control and power, and they don't want to relinquish that, so they don't want to be in conversation with you. And we talk a lot about this in our racial justice work with racism, right, because they're holding on to this false sense of power. You don't even know me, and you're putting your knee in my neck. You don't even know me, and you're shooting through my door when I'm sleeping. You don't even know me. But just based on the color of my skin, because of your shame and your guilt and your anger and because you're holding on to all of this superficial shit that causes you to believe that you are a good human being, you are being detrimental to others. And sometimes that conversation just does not space is not created for that conversation to happen. So what do we do about that to ensure that we are we are cared for and we are caring for ourselves when the triggers become personal, when the triggers become, they're very close to us. I I am surviving breast cancer, right? So anytime there is a conversation about breast cancer, I am triggered and I have learned and I am learning to deal with those triggers in a way that I do focus on my healing and my health And I do focus on sharing my story. I focus on being an advocate. Um, I focus on sharing with others to advocate for themselves, to make the best of this situation because you didn't ask for cancer. You don't deserve it. Don't let no one tell you otherwise. The decisions you make are based on you and your body because you have rights to your own body and to make decisions. So, But it's still triggering and what i choose to do with those triggers because that trigger could cause me um to fall into depression or anxiety well if this is happening to him or her what about me and 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 it's not healthy for me and then it causes disruption in my own body right and then after that it, it may breed healing or it may breed Um, a hurtful relationship or me hurting somebody else that doesn't deserve the hurt that I am putting on them because I didn't deal with my own triggers. Hey, what's going on, my sister? Good to see you. So dealing with triggers when they become people, when it becomes personal, um, looks different. It, It looks very different in in, in our world, especially of the black diaspora. So I wanna jump back for a minute. Um, we talk about trust, right? We talked about trust last week. And then the CDC said that, you know, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. And just several weeks or maybe a month or so before that, it was not only do you have to wear one mask, but you need to wear two masks until we are, we've are, we reached herd vaccinations, or number of vaccinations that herd capacity. I can't stand when we use that word um, for people. Um, so we're still not there. India is in the midst of a crisis. I can name two to three people right now that have COVID, that are healing from COVID right now as we speak. And now all of a sudden you're telling me that we don't have to wear masks, where before it was a priority. Flu season was down, colds were down, because we wore masks, because people washed their hands, because people social distanced and all of that. Now you're telling me I don't have to wear a mask. Well, one, I have a decision to make because it's my body and my right so i am going to wear a mask because i'm already immune compromised and i was already wearing a mask and gloves even before the covid pandemic but um but for the cdc herd immunity thank you sister <laughs> i just couldn't get it together um so so building this trust right it's like trust science trust science trust science trust the cdc they, they're working on scientific, you know, measures and basing their, their decisions on science. And, and I'm not really sure about this decision. I think this decision is truly rooted in capitalism. And because the numbers came out that the stimulus package did not increase the, the flow of, of economics and, 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 and unemployment is still high and we have not really um, bounced back economically. So I think that that has a lot to do with, with now not wearing masks and giving into the status quo, which nine times out of 10 doesn't work for us from the black diaspora. Right? The status quo is killing us mind, body, and soul. The status quo is not paying us what we are worth. The status quo is not giving us adequate or even exceptional educational opportunities. The status quo has us living and trying to pay off astronomical student loans. The status quo has us doubting each other and doubting our self-worth because I can go into a store and have some white woman come up to me and start cursing me out for no damn reason. So forgive me if I don't trust the status quo right now, but the CDC now is saying that we don't have to wear masks and, and, and that just doesn't make sense to me <laughs> Multiple, multiple kenny it's It's unbelievable. The list can go on and on and on. Um, so so back to the 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 triggers, so that's another part of triggers that now affects me personally, where my health and my well-being, I done survived a year plus of one not getting the coronavirus, but even surviving through in the midst of it all, and having to stay home and having to stay isolated and going through this lonely process and so on and so forth. And and now you're gonna tell me that we don't have to wear masks trigger for me and my life. My anxiety goes up a bit because my anxiety is already high because cancer sucks. Cancer attacks every, and then the treatment for cancer um, just floods your body with poison to kill the cancer, but it also kills some of the good cells as well. So damn, it's a lot to contend with. And now you don't want me to wear a mask. Or now I don't know how to deal with my triggers because my triggers have now become very personal because it has become a person and not necessarily a situation or a circumstance. So how do we deal with those triggers when it's someone you love? Um, I was having a conversation. um, I was having a conversation about um ab- absolutely surely it's a financial decision whether it's factual or not that's what I feel it's a financial decision the timing was just too too perfect <laughs> for it not to be a financial decision so I I was talking with a, a friend of mine um the the other day and we were talking about um the anti-Black racism, ending the work we do to end anti-Black racism, right? And the work that we do is really telling white folk to go and handle your business. You you gotta have the hard conversations. You gotta talk to family members. You need to use, you have an opportunity to use your privilege In the courtrooms and in political arenas and in your households at the dining room table and on the boards that you sit on and the list goes on and on and on. You have an opportunity to 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 speak truth to power in those situations. But there are some organizations that will tell you to throw those people away. Like if your father is a racist, throw him away. If your grandfather, grandmother is a racist, throw them away. I struggle with that a bit. I I struggle with that. I struggle because I am all for calling people in, and and keep fighting the good fight. I know that as 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 I as we as people get older, sometimes they're stuck in their ways. But you just never know what word or what um mode. Of, of love and compassion and empathy is going to pierce someone's heart to get them to think differently, right? Um, so I'm not for throwing people away, but I am one for honoring self and taking care of self. Because if you don't love yourself, beloved, if you don't know that you're worth it, if you don't know that you're worthy, If you don't know that you're divine, if you don't know that you are brilliant, if you don't know all of these great things about yourself, then how, how, how can somebody else recognize it and then treat you as such? Although there is a, 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 a starting point, a foundation upon which to build, and that's humanity. So we're not talking meritocracy, right? We're talking about just straight up humanity, the love, the honor, and the respect just because I'm a human being, not because I'm a Black human being, not because I'm a, a, a First Nation Indigenous human being, not because I'm a person of color, just because I breathe the same breath you breathe. Because this whole, we're a part of this whole ecosystem together that's not contingent upon our, the color of our skin or our upbringing or our class. Are we owning class? Are we lower class, middle class, upper class, blah, blah, blah? Who's dying, right? Who are we helping to live and survive and not only survive and thrive? Right, Audrey Lorde talks about pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. So who are we journeying with the he- through the healing, um, through this pain uh, to get to the healing, to get through the healing process? So when we talk about triggers, when someone is a trigger, it really calls us into reflective mode and calls us into a discerning mode that is imperative for us So that we can be at peace and we can have some semblance of comfort and some semblance of self love and some semblance of honoring who we be and what we bring to the table. So if I am a trigger for someone, I don't ever want to cause harm to someone else. But we know intention and impact. Sometimes that happens. We can have the greatest intention, but the impact might be harmful. So having that conversation with someone so we can deal with those triggers is probably the optimal way to do it. So we can come together and come towards some sort of a a solution versus staying apart and, and remaining at an impasse, right? When a person is your trigger, sometimes you do have to walk away. Like most of you know that I'm a domestic violence survivor and I've forgiven my abuser a long time ago. But what's amazing is um, I don't ever have to see him, I don't ever have to talk to him, I don't ever have to tell him I forgive him because that was for me. And I can walk away with some semblance of peace. Yeah, there are some triggers that still happen in my world that I have to deal with because we're human beings and God gave us all the feels, right? So there are some things that I do still own and I have to work on. It's not going to be perfect. It's not a perfect science. It's not step one, do this, step two, do that. And by step 10, you are free. It may work in that way, but for others, it may not. But I think the most important thing is looking at yourself and really acknowledging, one, who is that person that is triggering me and triggering me in a way that is harmful and not helpful and hurtful and painful? and When when am I a trigger to someone else? And how do I know if I'm a trigger to someone else? That's through conversation, through dialogue, through courageous conversations, through brave space, through loving space, through unconditional positive regard. Um, Because then you'll know if that person intentionally hurt you, you can walk away and not deal with, that type of hurtful behavior. And please, I must add a disclaimer here. For those who are in domestic violence relationships, this is a a different conversation. This is a foundational conversation for you, but it's harder for a, a woman or a man who is involved in domestic violence in a domestic violence relationship to just walk away or to have a conversation, because whenever you do something, I flinch and that triggers me and it sends me right back to the moment when you beat me or you punched me in the face or you told me that I was stupid or you kept money away from me or you told me if I go to church, um, I don't like that pastor or whatever it is because we know there's all different types and levels to abuse. So the abuse conversation and triggers and healing is, is a different conversation. But this is a foundational conversation where we're positing a language and positing something different so that you can be whole. You can work toward that wholeness and work toward that healing so you don't have to stay stuck, right? Shame and guilt and harm, all of that keeps us stuck in this, like this perpetual hamster wheel of disappointment and dishonor. And 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 that's not who we were created to be. We are so much more. We are so much more than that. So beloveds, I encourage you to pay attention to what's triggering you. Pay attention to how people are responding to you if you might be a trigger. And you will only know by asking. Don't assume. Pray about it. Use some discernment have the courageous conversation because if they're triggering you then it might be that they're close enough to trigger you and prayerfully they're close enough for you to have this courageous conversation if if someone is triggering me again discernment taking a deep breath and praying about whether I should approach said person and say something or they showed me who they were and I'm able to walk away with some sense of peace. Hey, brother, good to see you. I will see you face to face tomorrow. Woo-woo. I'm so excited. I love living on the East Coast. So anyway, that's my time, beloved. Um, wanted to really start having the conversation and the dialogue about when a person is a trigger, when love hurts, because it's not necessarily the love that hurts, it's the people. So we'll talk more about that next week but I really wanted to get things started and talking about these triggers because for me, most of you know, who have been rocking with me on Tuesdays, I come on, I, I feel what I feel during the week and then whatever wells up in me for Tuesday, then we talk about it. And today I was wrestling with this since, since yesterday. And um, yeah, just decided to bring it to the table and let's talk about these triggers and how, the, these triggers could be handled, dealt with, healed, removed without dismissing and throwing away another person um, and their humanity. Um, really walking away with a sense of peace and saying, you know what? I can't rock with you on this level because this hurts. And I'm out. And bless you, right? Keep it moving. We can go our separate ways and I just walk away without any disdain or anger or frustration or even suffering. Again, pain is inevitable, suffering is optional and I can choose to hold on to that and suffer and let somebody rent space in my brain for free or I can do the work necessary to make sure that I am free free of the triggers, free of the bondage and I am truly free to move forward, to show up unapologetically as the black divine woman that I am, the black divine woman that you are, the black divine man that you are, the black divine beloved that you are. Um, Let's do this. Let's heal together. Let's heal and let's talk about it. And let's just be real with one another. Let us put aside what this nation is trying to do to us, because when we build trust, and then we build community we are be able to be and we'll be able to be in dialogue and conversation and communication and we can grow together and really dispel any of the negativity that is happening in our space and in our communities and our in our in our bodies just in our let's stop there just in our bodies right so i love y'all i love y'all to the moon and beyond Thank you for rocking with me today from near and far. I love each of you. Let us build community. Share this video or share the podcast or whatever. Let's continue to build community one episode at a time. And yeah, I'm out. Love y'all. Don't forget to support Black businesses, all right? Later.